Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. I plug this into the computer instead of, I think we've been having it in here and I can't actually hear you. Oh, it's me. I can't hear. <laughs> How stoned are you? <laughs> well, because I knew your dad was going to be on. <laughs> you got extra high? I ate an edible an hour. <gasps> no, you did not. I never, ever, ever do that. And so I am like pretty stoned. Oh my gosh, who are you? An edible. It was so yummy. I didn't even know you had edibles. <laughs> I never do. And I got them because I don't want to smoke as much. But it is good. It was pineapple flavor and it was bomb <laughs> like a gummy. And it is just perfect. Wow. So That's anyway. Great. Okay, just I'm going to start this week off with just a little cute one of my little devotionals. Because... Oh. I have a story and it is so true and it is just so crazy how God works. I literally was like, I had looked at my little devotional book like two or three days in a row and didn't do it. And I felt so bad about it. I looked at it and I was like, gosh, I feel so bad. Like it's already only been like three months since Mammy passed. And like, I can't haven't even been able to do my devotional every day that long. Like that's what I was saying in my brain. Picked up my devotional. Do you know what it says? I bet you're going to tell me. Do not be discouraged by the difficulty of keeping your focus on me. I know that your heart's desire is to be aware by my presence continually. This is a lofty goal. You will aim toward it, but never fully achieve it in this life. Whoa. Brand. Yo. No kidding. Like, was that not just like today after mom died where it said all these things that needed to be said, but like, I am literally like, glancing at it, glancing at it and feeling guilty. And I open it and it says that. I mean, I'm sorry. That is just too much. Like I can't. Okay. So then two more things today. No kidding. I was having the hardest time about mom the last few days. Well, it was her birthday. I know. And it was so sad. I was more sad the day before it, but anyway, Last night, I was having a breakdown about it. This morning, I just was standing in the kitchen crying. And literally, I was just like, out loud, mom, like, I just, I can't believe you. Like, I was just really, truly having a psychotic conversation by myself about why, why are you not here? Why, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started looking at this new little plant I have on my kitchen table. My mom loved plants. And I was um, borderline that. obsessive about plants. Exactly. And then I was thinking that's so weird because now I love plants so much. And I was looking at this plant and I was like, have no idea why, because I, I mean, it's throbbing, but I did it, this thing called picture this, where you take a picture of a plant and it tells you its name and how to take care of it. 
I mean, I'm like literally crying about mom. And I hit that app and take the picture of the plant. Do you know what the name of the plant is? I'm scared. The prayer plant. Oh, wow. The Ten Commandments plant. Wow. All this stuff, like, that Mammy would absolutely say to me. Like, I'm sitting there saying, why aren't you here? Why can't I feel you? Like, it feels like you're not here anymore. And I take a picture and it's the prayer plant. Okay, but an hour later, my computer dings and it's my friend Missy in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. She is sitting in front of my house that my mom built. Like, literally, mom built it. Drew every single thing and was taking pictures of them and texting them to me. The one on the cul-de-sac? Yes. Like the house? Okay, why would Missy be there taking pictures of my old house? But the fact that I was telling mom, give me signs, I miss you. It feels like you're not here. I have the prayer plant. And an hour later, Missy sends me all these pictures of my childhood home that my mom built. That's crazy. I I think it's crazy. I think mom's talking to me. And I think Jesus hears everything we say. I agree. Okay, we can move on now. Why was Missy taking photos of our old house? She said heart. She was out for a drive, probably with Gary in the Jeep. Because it was really pretty out. And she goes, I was like, just turn here. And then because she knew I would love those pictures. Mm-hmm. So it was just me like, exactly. Why was Missy there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, now I need to address a few things. Okay. My mother is wearing a fleece turtleneck poncho in California. You know what? Gabby gave me this poncho. It's adorable, but something tells me it is not below 50 degrees there. <laughs> It's not. It's one of those barefoot dreams one. Oh. It is so cozy. So real quick, we're going to just talk about, I had the best trip ever again. That was my other thing. I was like, we also have to address the fact that you went on this great trip and stayed in the same suite as The Bachelorette, Claire Crawley. Which I've never seen The Bachelorette, but my friend Gabby immediately was like, oh my gosh. And then we walked to our room and she just starts dying laughing Because we're literally in that room. And she's like calling one of her friends just laughing so hard about whatever you just said. Oh, I said you guys were sleeping in the same bed as Claire and Dale did the dirty in. Yes. Well, I wasn't. (laughs) We had two separate rooms. But Gabby, yes, she was. (laughs) That's so funny. The Presidente suite or something. Yeah, the El Presidente. Oh. Yeah. But the thing that was really amazing was the next day we stayed at Two Bunch Palms. And I had never, I thought I had been there, but I had never been there. It was the most incredible place. Are we talking Joshua Tree now? It's called Yucca Valley. It's at the bottom of the hill right before you go up to Joshua Tree. And it's all these natural mineral pools. And the water literally just comes straight out of the earth into these pools. And it's all the mineral soaks. Mm -hmm. And it's just at this natural temperature of 105 degrees. That's cool. It was so incredible. And Gabby and I each actually had our own little mini mineral pool at our rooms. So I could just get in it. You know, it was just me. So anyway. Get in it naked? Is that what you were going to say, Tizzle? I actually did do a little skinny dip. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure you did. Fun (laughs) fact about MT here. She loves a skinny dip. You know why? Because bathing suits. First of all, I don't do bathing suits. But if I do, they just like cut in. And just make your flab hang over. And it's so, I can't. So I'm just like, I'll just go naked, thanks. Wow. So that's why I skinny dip. Because I cannot look at myself in a bathing suit right now. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) dramatic. But anyway, this was so great. 
And I just cannot wait to tell Brandy what we did all Saturday night because she's going to be so annoyed. And we actually talked about it. We couldn't wait for me to get on the podcast to say all we did was hang out in our room and smoke some weed and listen to Paul McDonald. Oh, my gosh. Does Paul McDonald know you're a freaky, crazy stalker fan? I don't think so, but honestly, we were just like having the best time and it was chill and there, it was just so perfect. I mean, it's Joshua Tree. You just feel laid back and like one with the earth. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you guys have got to like, there's never a record that's just the whole thing's good. And Gabby goes, oh, you mean Paul McDonald that you talk about on the podcast every week? At family holidays. I mean, literally you talk about Paul McDonald so I much. Turn, I turn it on and they are both like, what? This is so good. So we literally hang out and, and listen to Paul two times in a row and just had the best time ever. Well, that just sounds absolutely great, Tizzle. It, it, you know what? It really, really was. And my point to this whole conversation was how cold it was. Mm. Coming home, like all the snow on the mountains was unreal. Like it was very, very, very cold down there. And then when I got home, even though it's like 50 something, it just feels really cold. Hmm. Well, it feels great here. You're really missing out. I know. Thanks. Hate COVID. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Anyway, hold on. So you had a cute trip. Are all your floors done? All but the guest house. Okay. Can't wait for everyone to see. Are you going to post some before and afters? Oh, yeah. (laughs) At some point, I am am going to So, like, two years from now, you're going to post some? Honestly, it's insane. Like, it does not look like the same house. It's crazy. That is nuts. So, it's just so much happier because it's not dark. And all you did was change to a lighter floor. It, honestly, you, you cannot believe it's the same house. It's just so much more light and brighter. And it's just, I don't know, it just feels so good. But I'm cracking up because I was watching Kelly Clarkson today because your dad was on it. And he was so cute and so good, by the way. I was like, who are you? How was dad on it? Like, did he like Skype in or something? Yeah, he Skyped in. And it was so cute. But then afterward, Ellen came on and Sarah Silverman was hosting. Mm -hmm. And so that's, she started talking about pot and getting stoned and all this stuff. And she was like, you know, the old wacky tabacky. Oh my gosh. And she goes, you don't know the old party moss. I was dying. Were you dying because you were stoned while watching it? Yes. But I was also dying because I'm always worried because people are going to be mad because I say it on our measly little channel and like offending other people. And then Sarah Silverman's talking about it on is that CBS or NBC. I don't know. I don't watch cable. One of those. I think NBC. But anyway. Okay. It was funny. Oh, and she played a game called Oh Potheads. And it was all these like Instagram posts from people that were just completely saying the dumbest things and they had to be so stoned and then she'd go, oh, potheads. It was just so cute. Anyway, okay, I'm done. Speaking of potheads, we got to address, hold on, I'm Googling it until I get the facts before I start talking. How many states came on board? Yeah, yeah. So we're on Business Insider, so if don't, any of this is incorrect, it's their fault, not mine. People on Facebook were so excited to tell me. I know. On election day... Four states added to the states that, are, that have legalized marijuana. Arizona, New Jersey, Montana, and South Dakota. 
I thought there was more. I think a few other ones leak like organ medical organ legalized shrooms and psychedelics and stuff no which is crazy so basically you can do anything you want in oregon Uh, (laughs) seriously and then yeah i think a couple other states legalized medical marijuana so so yeah so now the places where you can smoke recreational weed alaska arizona california colorado dc illinois maine massachusetts michigan montana new jersey nevada oregon south dakota vermont washington state And then the 20 states with legal medical marijuana, Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Utah, West Virginia. Tennessee has got to get on board. Tennessee. Ugh, I can't. Wait a minute. How many has medical? 20. And how many recreational? 15. So 35 total. So 35 total. Obviously, like, Texas will never probably do it. Oh, yeah. What about North Carolina now? Mm-mm. Yep. The Carolinas, no. No Tennessee, no Kentucky. Alabama? No Alabama. All the very conservative southern states. Yeah. That's crazy. But super cool that we're making moves. I mean, Mississippi, that's huge. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. A couple mm-hmm. of southern states. Like, that's amazing. That was cool. Also, because I know we're not going to get to talk about anything besides dad once dad gets on the podcast. <laughs> Let's do a little off What's limits. new? What's new? Let's do a little <clears throat> off limits because last week you brought up the HBO show that Nicole Kidman is in. What's it called? The Undoing. It's everything. I am dead. <laughs> you started it? I thought you weren't going to. Oh, I've seen all three. Oh, me too. Well, I take that back. Don't ruin the end of the last episode. The end of episode three, I I was falling asleep, so I shut it off so I wouldn't miss anything. So don't tell me how episode three ends, but... Honestly, I'm going to start the whole thing over and watch it again. I loved it that much, and I want to really, really, knowing what I know now, I I want to go watch it and see if I find any other clues. Well, okay, so I watched the first two episodes over with Kirsten because she doesn't have HBO. So, of course, she comes over to my house to watch HBO. And I rewatched it. And and like you said, like knowing now what I didn't know at the beginning of episode one, now when you watch episode one, it's like it's so different. It's so crazy. Um, I'm, I'm doing that the second we get off here. Like, I can't wait. But it's so good. Honestly, it truly is like. like I think I like it better than Big Little Lies. Way better. Yeah. Way better than Big Little Lies. This to me is so much more sophisticated. Don't get me wrong. Loved Big Little Lies. I watched every episode and loved it. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of a little predictable or I don't know. This to me is just on a completely other level. Yeah. I love it so much. Also, and is it Hugh, I, Grant, Hugh Grant? Yes. He looks so old. He, okay, honestly, sorry, anybody that I'm going to offend. I've never been a Hugh Grant fan. I just, I don't know why. And I just have never, like, everybody's obsessed with him and he's so gorgeous and this. I've never thought that. He is so gorgeous older. Like, yeah, he is I agree. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is so good looking. Like it is just unbelievable. And his acting, mm-hmm. I am obsessed with him. So like, he is so good in this. She is so unbelievably talented. Does she ever, does she age? I thought you well, were the fountain of youth until I saw her. But her body is like ridiculous. And if you notice, she always takes her clothes off at least once in a show. And I would too, just to go look at my 
She just looks the same. She never ages, I swear. 53. 53, my age. She oh, makes wow. me She makes me want my red hair back, even though I don't. That hair. It's everything. Yes. And the dress she wears to that fundraiser uh, is everything. I knew when she took that cape off, we were mm-hmm. just all going to be D-E-A-D. <laughs> yeah. See, I almost feel like this is a... This is an, an edgier adult version of Gossip Girl in a way. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like an adult version. It's like I've the rich people of New York Girl. City and like a mm-hmm. peek into their like glamorous lives. But, you know, then, then you got the whole, not even going to say what because I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but edgy aspect. All right, stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, Mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thin hair my entire life. Same. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, mm. there was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code STONED. Okay, but also let's talk about the two young boys, the two kids. You know, they are freaking incredible. I know. whole show's great. Just love it, love it, love it. And if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Have to. Yeah. Have to. I think that's really the only thing I've been watching that's new. Rebecca. Loved it. Did you love it? Loved it. So anybody that hasn't seen Rebecca, uh, like I said, I do not love period pieces, but it doesn't even really feel that way. But again, I just thought like the acting was good. I thought the story was so different and cool. Like I just loved it. Yeah. Netflix needs to do more stuff like that. I know, I know. And more stuff like this, like the undoing, because it's about relationships and family and murder. (laughs) (laughs) Like it is just the perfect combo for me. Just like a big little lies or a dead to me or, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I forgot about dead to me. I loved that. Can't wait till it comes back. Mm -hmm. Cute. Well, any final last words before dad comes on? Because... Um, actually, I had to tell everybody I only have one baked goods this week. 
I ordered because I used to wear st- Stony Clover Lane. I've been begging them to bring their sweatpants back because they're the mm-hmm. only sweats that I loved. And that didn't happen. So I have been on the search for the perfect, absolute perfect sweatpants. And I found it on Amazon and I literally just bought 10 pair. No. Yes. In every color. Literally. Well, I think it was actually nine. I gotta go see. Oh, I'm obsessed. You are very particular about your sweatpants. No. And they're just athletic sweatpants like you'd wear in gym class. Mm. Black, gray, and blue. $24.99. You guys, Brandy might not love this because she loves a high-waisted. Love a high-waisted. I hate high-waisted. They make everybody look hippie. High-waisted. I disagree. They make you look hippie because you are hippie. Ugh. You are so annoying. <laughs> These are the perfect, like, I'm not even kidding. The, like, inseam, not inseam, the whatever is from your belly button to your hoochie. Mother. It's not very long. Did you just say it's, hoochie on the podcast? Yes. <laughs> whatever that is. What's that called? The rise. The rise. I think they fit perfect. Now, I have not washed them, so mm. don't be holding me accountable. <laughs> You're insane. That they're the best. You know what? I shouldn't have told anyone because then they'll be out of stock. And then what size? What did you uh, get your normal size? No, I don't know why. Actually, I got a medium, and they fit me perfect. And they're, I mean, they're a little baggy. I mean, Mm -hmm. not baggy. They're loose, like loose. And the length. Let me just tell you, I cannot find sweatpants long enough ever. They are the perfect length. I mean, like everything about them are perfect, but I usually wear a small, so I, I think you should definitely size up. Hmm. Okay. You are so funny. Ooh, they've got a high waist bike short that looks nice. That company? Yeah. I love their sweats. Oh. Sweatshirts. Mother. <laughs> Don't get obsessive. Do they have sweatshirts? Um, you know what my baked goods is this week? What? <laughs> All right, so. I think I've talked about it before, but I own a house downtown that actually some friends of mine rent from me. And of course, everything breaks. Welcome to owning a house. And so the dryer at the house has stopped heating the clothes. Well, I refuse to pay someone $200 to come over here and tell me that the heating element's broken when obviously that's a problem if the dryer's not, if it's working but not heating. So Rye and I just did a little goog and looked up on YouTube how, how to fix the dryer ourselves. And we bought just the heating element. I just searched my Samsung dryer model and bought the just the heating element on Amazon. And Ryan and I repaired it. And it was only like 40 bucks. Are you for real? I swear. I'm telling you, you can fix anything yourself on YouTube. Well, that is amazing, honey. <laughs> I mean, that is just awesome. I know. And Sweet. honestly, I, I let Rai Rai do most of it so he felt good about it, but I could have done it, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, let's, if you want to, we can get the man that doesn't know how to use a dryer or YouTube. <laughs> on the phone? On the phone. Do you okay. guys see me on there? Hi, honey. Do you see me? No. no. I see a little thing of me in the corner, but I don't see a hi, Bram. Okay, you should see a little thing at the bottom that says uh, uh, video. Yeah, I, I hit that. Well, we have to be able it. to see you. I know. I well, I don't know what to say. Love. Should you try one more time? Oh, there you are. Oh, I knew he was going to do this with the guitar. 
Hey, listen to this shit. Y'all got an agenda or can, no, do no. you know, do you even recall? Man, I started looking for a picture of you playing with me and somebody sent one in from, I think it was like that last show that we did. We took a bit jet like up to Washington State. You yeah. remember that? And it was a fair and it was like, I don't know. It seemed like 10,000 people. It was probably five, but it was <laughs> packed to the top. Remember that? Like they were in bleachers, like at a football game and people on top of people on top of people. And I was thinking what I wouldn't give for you and I to be getting ready to like take the stage right now somewhere at some fair where people were just ready to freaking rock the walls down. You know what I mean? Like that would be very nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I know Brandy's been talking about it on almost every podcast about just wanting to go back to work and being a DJ and doing all those things that we're not able to do and like how much more you're going to appreciate it when it happens. Well, you know, what's weird about it is it got me thinking a whole lot about that Frank and Daryl album. <laughs> and I was going, that's like the best freaking album that no one ever heard. And I'm like, the number one fan of Frank and Daryl and that music. What was that song that I love so much? And barely I said, love you too. Oh gosh, man. I barely Is that the love one? you too. Yeah. Had that Neanderthalic groove. Was it that how, one? How'd this start? How did it start, Brian? Like, what was the- I don't know. Come on. Wash your hands in your coat. I'm freezing over here in LA. We're up on Spotify. Let's see okay. if this is what he's talking about. Let's hear it. Yeah, you know the one. I think, is it Barely Love You Too that he likes, Mom? I, uh -huh. I think so. One. Yeah, I love that song. Is that up on Spotify? Weirdly, Jocko being such a part of the Kelly show today and such a part of Mama Gonna Knock You Out. Actually, yes, I saw you. This will be Thursday, but on Monday, Billy Ray was on the Kelly Clarkson show. And I was telling Brandy how great you did and how great the new song sounded. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Did you turn it up? I did turn it up. It sounded amazing. And then I also love because Jocko, who actually has played for my entire family, but plays for Molly, plays guitar for Molly, writes and produces with Billy Ray, plays on his records, and his name's Jocko Caraco. And Billy Ray was on Kelly today, and he is Kelly's musical director. So Billy Ray got to plug Jocko, and he was so shy on the, on the show. It was so cute because Kelly goes, what? you produced the song? Like, are you kidding? And you didn't say anything. And, and like, it was so cute because you could tell he was so embarrassed. But if you guys haven't heard it, he did a new, a really cool version of LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out. And when Jocko kind of had the idea for the vibe of this, I was like, how's that gonna work? Like that seems such like so weird and it's so cool. Hello. <laughs> Dad looks frozen. I'm here. I, he, I thought he was asleep. <laughs> no, I was just waiting. I wanted to hear you say some more great things. Like, I I'm don't like, ever get to hear, like, this is so wonderful. You, I, I, I mean, it's interesting because I, I don't know. I've never been one to really read the reviews, but all of a sudden I started reading the reviews because they were so freaking good. Like, to see it, you know, on the, like, Billboard called it a knockout. I know, yeah, and I don't like, mean anybody's ever gonna hear it, but they called it a knockout. Like, and it was like their headline, knockout. 
Well, love, that's amazing because I've seen all the reviews and they're all so good. And you know why? It's because you did great music. Wow. Yeah. The whole record EP wow. is good. It's called the Singing Hills Sessions Mojave. It's an entire EP, but Mama's Knock You Out's one of the songs. And you know what? I give it a five-star review. Five oh, out of five. Man. Five wow. out of five. Dang. Yeah. Five Woo. out of five out of friggin' five. Dang. Brand, do you hear that? I heard that. You know, I would love to sit here and just plug dad's career the whole time, but mm -hmm. I need to ask the question we're all dying to know here. Who is currently more stoned? Is it mom or is it dad? Who's what? More stoned. It ain't me. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm no, positive. It ain't because... me. I basically, I, I don't smoke anymore. What? No. Wow. <laughs> D-O-V-I-D. What's that mean? D-O-V-I-D? C-O-V-I-D. Oh, COVID. <laughs> and that means I don't get to go to California anymore. And as you know, man, California, I mean, they stepped up like Colorado and like so many states should have long ago. I mean, Elvis Bells, I'm from the state of Kentucky. Back when I grew up in the 70s, I, I asked my dad at one time, I said, Dad, why does the state of Kentucky spend so much money destroying their number one cash crop? And he said, son, I really don't know. But, you know, he was a legislator and he said, son, I've done all I can do. He said, I've, I've checked this stuff out. He said, there's so many medical uses for marijuana. He knew it at the time. I mean, I'm talking 1977, 78. My dad was telling me this in the car. And he was actually taking me to college in the heart of the Daniel Boone National Forest. And back in them days, it was way before, you know, uh, even maybe ahead of the game in Vancouver and growing hydroponics and stuff like that. It was, it was all up to nature and the sun and the earth and the Daniel Boone National Forest was graded number one year after year for all the crops around the world. Great, great at number one. Okay, y'all, you know what gives me the ick? Deodorant. Because I just think it's so bad for us. Like, there's just so many deodorants out there that have, like, ingredients in them that are just said to be really bad for us. And so deodorant has given me the ick. However... I need to wear it, especially in the summertime when I'm riding my horses. So I have recently discovered Lumi. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw how normal BO was misdiagnosed and mistreated. So Lumi was created. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Plus, it's baking soda free and paraben free. My favorite part about Lumi is it's a one-stop shop like for traveling, which we do so much of, or whether it's you have to go to gym in the morning and then to work, it's just so easy to bring one product that works from head to toe. Totally. You can also choose from a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my personal favorite, or toasted coconut. They also have products like body wash and deodorant wipes that are clutch when you're traveling and perfect for on the go. The Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, which could be the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. Uh, Tizzle, you want to tell them what special offer we have for the stoners? 
As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off of a Lumi starter pack with code STONED at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code STONED. Yeah, because Damn. this is like, so just so y'all know, like I've said, like I'd never smoked pot until I was 42, which is insane. But, and also Billy Ray had to be a closet smoker our entire marriage because I literally was like, that are just drugs. I can't believe you do drugs. Like I was so freaked out. And that Billy Ray growing up in Kentucky really did. It was like this connoisseur and you like subscribed to high times even back then. Right. And you said that. I, did, I didn't subscribe to it. I, but I'd find them like laying around at school or in the back of somebody's car that could afford it or something. And then I'd, I'd, I'd read up and study up on it and tried to learn everything I could. And I'm going, hell's bells. I'm no genius, but seems to me like you could tax this stuff like you do tobacco and like, you know, like you do whiskey, a lot of whiskey made in Kentucky. I said, why don't they tax this and, and help pave roads and in today's world, get kids computers for schools and not to mention the, the medical benefits of it. And I mean, it's just, hey, but you know what? I think they're catching up. I have, I have great faith. That being said, to answer Brandy's question, for me to be this voice, I've had to find really a, just a source of a discipline for me to say, you know what? Right now, there's so much going on. Like, I really need, I hate to use the word, but I'll use the word focus. Like, I focus to survive now. I mean, it's tough unless you're in California or Colorado or whatever a state, you know, thank goodness Chicago stepped up to the plate. I seen people out, you know, in they? I think they just stepped up mm-hmm. and like, you know, the, the thing of it is, is, I mean, even without the THC, like hemp, like I see it even now, it's so crazy. Again, you're right. I lived in the closet as a smoker for the majority of my life (laughs) and to all of a sudden now to see it advertised on tv like the new hemp cream for sore knees and for this and for that and hemp this and hemp that for your pet hemp chew bones like wait a minute and i like lived my whole life like you know hiding a seed or two you know like it's it's crazy but now and also, um, like, if you guys could have seen Billy Ray the first time, I literally was like, we're going to go get some weed. Like, and he was like, where? And I'm like, at the dispensary. What? You know, he could not believe because all the years of, like, having to find your dealer was so messed up. And he's like, you're telling me that we're going to walk in here and we're going to come out and not get arrested? <laughs> I'm like, yes. You could absolutely... We went in and like, you know, you go in and it's like at the grocery store, you're just going to get the types of things that you want. And so we go in and like, honestly, I think you were so shocked because he was literally, he's probably thinking I'm, I'm setting him up to get him arrested or something out of his paranoia. But like, he truly could not believe that you could legally walk in and buy weed. I still can't, but, but, but I honestly think, man, thank goodness that for instance, I know a lot of veterans, PTSD. It, it's tough on a lot of folks that deal with, with that from, from being in war times or from different 
I mean, stress levels for a lot of people, it helps their mind tremendously. I mean, that's, you can just go down kind of a list of what it can do to help. You, you know, know what else happened? Oregon, Oregon brand legalized psychedelics. So you know who we were talking to is your friend, Mark, who is a Vietnam veteran who has severe PTSD. If you live in Oregon now, you can legally go buy mushrooms and psychedelics because they are they have absolutely proven that it helps with PTSD and sometimes for like ever. Legally, uh, Oregon or on election day, they, they it became legalized. Is that not nuts? You know, I've never ever done uh, any drugs, I've, I, and I'm really like shocked and proud to say it, but somehow I never did acid, I never did LSD, I never did any type of drugs. So I, I think it's what you call psychedelic drugs. I, yeah. I, maybe I need to, but <laughs> I haven't, and probably for the best, you know, I've, I'm a little bit out there as it is. I may not need to go I know, psychedelic. But I think it says it might make you a little more normal. I'm all for change. That's for sure. Go, I, I was can use all here. the help I can get right now in the middle of this thing. So for me, was, I'm just, I'm leaning into the music and just trying to keep my mind focused and, and be positive in life and just be positive. I don't know what else to say. Love it. I love that. Me too. Well, should we get to the good part of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the good part. Guys. I want my mullet back. I was Love, going to... we've got to read a few of the questions. No, I'm not going to play it. I was going to play you. Do you remember this? The best recording I ever made in my life never, ever came out. It's this version of I want my mullet back, and it sings the verse about Kelly Bundy. Do you remember that? Freaking thing is... <laughs> so... Let's do Dear MT. So, Father, we have this segment called Dear MT where, get this, people actually call in and ask for mom's advice. And so this week we had them call in and ask for your advice also. And we got some pretty great questions. Okay, okay, okay. I'm into it. Keep me focused. So mm -hmm. let's hit some Dear MT advice segment. Let's start out with something easy for Father. Hey, this is Siobhan calling from Lakeville, Minnesota. Um, I saw that Dylan was going to be on the podcast, so I just had to call in. I've been a fan my entire life. I was four years old when Achy Brazy Heart came out, and I bought every album since. Like, I am a ride or die. So my question is, I guess I actually have three questions. Is there a song that he gets tired of performing? Is there a song that he will never get tired of performing? And is there a song that he feels really, truly describes who he is as a person? of all the songs that he's ever written. I'd love to hear the answer. I really hope you feature me on the podcast. Thank you. Great questions. That is I a- I love her. I love her and what a great freaking question. Okay, is there a song that you ever get tired of performing? No, like I was saying, I'd give anything in the world to go out and sing any of my songs right now. Like, and honestly, like probably that, that question is, do I ever get tired of playing Achy Breaky Heart? The answer to that is, hell no. I'd play it right now because <laughs> I miss that. That's that's something everybody, like 
that's that moment in the show where everybody becomes one with the song, with the band, with the singer, with the dancers. Everybody's one and everybody's in unison. It's a bridge that everyone can walk on, everyone can share, everybody knows that. And I'd give anything to go do that now, as I would so many of the others. Like, I'm, well, I'll tell you what I really miss. I miss, uh, I told somebody just the other day, I said, I'd give anything to go out in front of a crowd right now and just one time rip into Call Me The Breeze with my band. And I think, I, I actually, I got really sad thinking, I don't know if I'll ever, might have been Noah I told this too. I said, I don't know if I'll ever get to go out and play Call Me The Breeze ever again. And, and I always loved that. It was one of my favorite songs to play. Okay, so that's his song that he never gets tired of playing. So now what's the song that of yours that best describes you as an artist, as a person, as all of it? In some ways, some gave all has always been a I think it's very much a part of my soul and my attitude and who I am as a it's my purpose I think I bought a guitar and started a band to write that song and now as as time went on there's so many others that actually you know kind of fit they 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 come I always point up to the sky my songs come and I sing them and they kind of usually come all at one time and in a moment. There's so many that I feel like are part of my soul, if you will. I know it's a bit deep, but um, if I had to narrow it down to one song that I think is the purpose and the reason why I bought a guitar and that maybe as the definition of the way I lived my life, like in, in school, like in football, like, I never got the greatest player award, never got the most valuable player award, but several times I got like the 110% award, you know, most dedicated. That If I did something, I always gave it everything I had. I tried to make up for what I lacked in talent with extra effort and desire and persistence. <laughs> what? Love, you are nuts. Oh, wait, that's okay, that's Good, a great answer, though. I, I think that's right on target. All right, here we go. Did I answer all her questions, though? She had three yeah. and only answered two. No, you answered all three. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Rachel. I'm calling in for the Dear MT slash Dear Billy Ray segment today. I just wanted to ask you guys, you've been married for so long, what are some tips and tricks that you have for your relationship for making it work and keeping it fun. I live with my significant other. We've been living together for over a year now. And, you know, I'm just curious what it's going to be like as we get older. So thank you. Love the podcast and hope to hear from you guys. Bye. Love it. I love it. Have separate bathrooms always and separate bedrooms. And as you're older, separate houses. (laughs) Yeah, but with in today's world and social distancing, we have separate states, I mean, separate homes. I, looking back on it, I think the note to answer her question seriously is know that change is the only thing in life that you can ever count on. It's inevitable. O-M-G. And Put that in the BRC quote book. I, BRC, you were just on Kelly Clarkson today saying how you cannot do change. I cannot handle change. And now he is sitting here on my podcast talking about how great change is. No, I didn't say how great it was. I said, accept it. <laughs> it's 
a problem clearly defined as half solved, knowing that it, it's like parking your car. Life is a series of adjustments, change, being willing to listen, to give, and you know, maybe most importantly, when it comes down to it, just you know, being able to listen. I think being a good listener. <laughs> Do you like that, Brand? Hello, see. <laughs> He, he is the worst. He is literally the worst listener there's ever been. Like I literally will be talking to him and he will be strumming his guitar and staring into darkness. And I will literally like, there's just nothing there. I'm like, it's insane. I don't know, mom. I feel like there's a lot of times I'm telling you something and you're so stoned that it's going. <laughs> that is a possibility. All right. Next question. Yes, please. Hey, Billy Rose. Uh, this is Daniel Tanusik. I'm from Newport News, Virginia, originally from Killing, Texas. I'm in a folk funk band. I'm 25 years old, and I have a mullet, but I'm aspiring to take it to the next levels. I'm wondering for any mullet care tips, shampoos, conditioners, oils, not essential oils, but oils that are essential. Anything like that would be uh, appreciated. Thanks. Oh, I got the shit for you, man. I got the shit. You know what the shit is? You buy it at a place where they sell supplies for horses. It's called mane and tail. And I don't give a damn. That's the key to a strong mullet is go to the barn supply store, go to the horse section, get a jug of that mane and tail. And you put that, that matter of fact, that uh, new version of mullet I was just telling you about since something about that Kelly Bundy big blonde hair. So you, your fake tan and your tattoo there. I remember when you would run your hands through my curly mane. Remember when you used to call me wild thing. Do you remember that verse? I, like, don't, I don't think it says that. Yeah, it's the verse. It, no one's ever heard this verse. It's the best verse ever to mullet. The <laughs> best, it's, this version was never released because what happened was I made the record. And then we started doing Hannah Montana. And I kind of left everything. I was in a really creative spot. It's weird now, you know, looking back on it, I'm going, man, I kind of twice, I walked away from my musical prime and became an actor. And I look back on that sometimes, I go, shit, man. I gave away like a decade of probably my most creative, productive years as a singer-songwriter. For instance, I mean, God bless Doc and Dr. Clint Cassidy and, and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm very thankful for that moment and, and exploring something new. But there was a price I paid for going to Toronto, putting on a white doctor's cape, stethoscope around <laughs> my neck, and saying the words of Dr. Clint Cassidy and for five years. And freezing to death freezing to death, but I became an actor and I'm a natural born singer, songwriter. I'm not a natural born actor. I had to learn. Actually, I didn't learn how to act. I learned <laughs> how to not act. And David Lynch was right. The first time I, when I worked with him on Mulholland Drive, I said, do you want to, what, should I do something different? He said, no, man, just for, just be who you are. Like that's what acting is. And uh, for me, if I seen myself trying to act, the worse I got. Like, 
Now, not that acting, I don't even know if acting exists in my world anymore. I don't know if I'll ever act again. We're not going down that road. We got another question. Right, I have some. One of the stoners wants to know if smoking pot helps with songwriting. I've probably written some of my best with a little bit of a buzz, I think. You know, like certainly if, you know, it can. It can. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what always helped me uh, was my pool playing. Like I could be, like when I played in the bars and stuff all the time, we'd take a break or whatever. I might not be doing very good playing pool. And then I could take like one puff and all of a sudden just start hitting shots that like, I never, like I never even, but because what it is, it helps you. I think sometimes compartmentalize your thoughts in your mind and maybe to be able to picture a little bit better your thoughts in pictures. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think there, I think it can be used as a creative enhancement, but maybe, maybe too often it might be come more of what you think is a creative enhancement but actually it sucks I, I, you don't ever want to be dependent on anything you know what i mean that's that's what i find is and i'm you know unfortunately like i said for me i haven't been smoking and i've written more songs in the last two months than i've written in the last two years easily well, i was gonna i i was gonna say it's more like you get really creative and you spend like four hours writing something that you're going, oh my God, this is shit is so good. Like this is gonna sell and everybody's gonna wanna buy it. And then you read it the next day and you're like, what in the actual hell was I thinking? I've been there. You guys ready? Yep. Hey Tish, Larry Pancake from Flatwoods, Kentucky. Larry Pancake! I see BR is gonna be on the show. I'm just curious. What 70s and 80s bands do you guys share in common as well as uh, what do you listen to when you smoke? Hope to see you guys soon, too. Is this someone you know? That's a great, that's one of the greatest talents in Eastern Kentucky, Southern West Virginia, Southern Ohio. Like that guy is Mr. Talent, Larry Pancake, because he's yep. so good. He's a great singer, songwriter, um, entertainer. I don't know if you've ever seen him entertain, but he's just... Um, a natural on the stage. Love. Did you? And a stoner. Oh, well, he did ask what music you like listening to when you get high. Both of y'all. Honestly, seven, I either listen seriously to 70s music, like 70s playlist, or Paul McDonald. You're nuts. Either one. I like those, but I love the 70s, like afternoon delight, those kind of songs. What else, love? Leonard Skinner, you can't go wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you just but can't what go are some of the groovy? What are some of the groovy songs we like? Well, Mama's got a squeeze box she wears on her chest. Na, 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 na. I never uh -huh. get no rest. That. Well, we're big rock singers. We got golden, golden fingers, fingers and love them everywhere, everywhere we, go. we go. We sing about beauty, beauty and, we and we sing about, about truth, truth for ten thousand dollars a show. show. All right, we got all kind of thrills, and we're all, all kind of pills, but the bills, thrills, we'll never know. Get it, Ted. Here's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. <laughs> well done. Jeez. Well done. All right, we have four minutes left before the meeting kicks us, so I have okay. one, one more voicemail. 
Hi, Tisha Brandy. My name is Danielle. I'm from Long Island, New York. Um, I saw today when you posted that you're recording this afternoon with Billy Ray, and I was just really hoping to get some advice from him because he seems super positive and just like a really awesome person to get advice from. So basically, this has been the worst week of my life. In one day, I quit my job due to unsafe working conditions and just a hostile, toxic work environment. And then I tested positive for COVID. So to say I've been having a rough time is just putting it lightly. I'm just, I guess, looking for some advice for someone who kind of feels a little bit, like, lost. I'm 25. I know I'm super young. But I was teaching, and, like, my whole life I thought that was all I was going to do, teach, teach, teach. And it turns out I was super unhappy in the position. This was my second year, and it just wasn't, it wasn't fun for me. I still love kids and all. It's just the other demands and stresses that come with the job. So I was just wondering, like, what's some advice for somebody to do when they're kind of feeling a little lost and not really sure what to do with the rest of their life. And I know I'm super young, but just in this moment, it's hard to realize that and see that. So any advice all of you guys had for me, I would truly appreciate it. Thanks. Love you guys. Danielle is so lucky that we have the king of advice and wisdom on the podcast today. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing, Lovey, is everybody that, like the majority of people wrote in, were like wisdom from Billy and all this stuff because – Everybody that saw you on Brought Minded, I think really made them love that you do like have you just have that positive. We always talked about you could be a motivational speaker. You really could because I feel like you do always have wisdom for people. So, well, my thoughts and prayers are with Danielle. And again, it, it does hearken a little bit about change. You don't have to, you don't want to get too worried if you weren't digging what you were doing, you're 25 years young. Now is a good time to step back and go, okay, hey, I got the rest of my life here. I'm not, this ain't what I thought it would be. And certainly times have changed. That might change a little bit of perspective. And I'll, I'll just throw it back to my dad. What my dad always told me, and I'll, I'll make it brief, is when I was a little boy, I got lost in the woods and stayed out for a couple of days. And um, finally, when they uh, found me, my dad ran to me, got on his knees, and he said, son, if you're ever lost, stand still. And then later, going back to that moment in my life as a, you know, 40-year-old man that was a singer, songwriter, entertainer, but yet I found myself in Toronto pretending to be a doctor and an actor, none of which I was. I'm a singer-songwriter. But I found myself lost in this moment. And on a tarmac in Toronto, this song came to me called Stand Still. I wrote it. It's about stand still. Sometimes when you don't know which way to go, stand still. And then get a sense, get a bearing. And know that sometimes you just have to stand still. Maybe that's the best thing to do right now is just enjoy your life a little bit, Danielle. And, and just pray that you the wisdom and vision. He's nuts. Uh, completely. And he got cut off. He didn't just hang up on us. We got cut off. So that was so much fun. We need to have dad more often because he's very entertaining. Got cut off because dad refuses to use anything but Zoom cuts us off after 40 minutes. <laughs> that is absolutely true. We do not usually use Zoom. So we use Zoom for him and then it ended up booting us off, but it's fine. I mean, he would have talked all night. So it was a good way to, yeah. to move, move it on. So, but we have to have him on more because he's amazing.
<laughs> funny. We got to get him high though, because he is he really not smoking? I I couldn't. No, he really hasn't been. That's why now if he were smoking and I make him smoke the next time, it'll be a, it's funny. We should do that because you guys, if we make him smoke and he's on, he will be so hyper. But then we also will have no control. Hyper and just on planet Zion, like just out of his friggin' mind. But, um, anyway, but it was fun. We'll definitely have him on again. But you guys, the EP so good. Uh, Sunday sessions, Mojave. Love it. Love it. All righty. Well, that was fun. Thank you guys for calling in and asking my dad some questions. I thought those were really great voicemails this week and we will have him on again soon. And, uh, I think we're working on a fun guest for next week too. So stay tuned on that, but, um, make sure you call in and leave some voicemails for us next week. The number is 818-839-0534. Stoners, we love y'all. So we will talk to you next week. I gotta go watch Dancing with the Stars. Later, Stoners. Stoners. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.